Welcome to podcast number 63 for Thanks for Your Service. Our focus is on historical topics relating to the Australian military. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. Just search for Thanks for Your Service. Our website is www.thanksforyourservice.net and you can email us at info at thanksforyourservice.net. Something special is happening on Saturday the 20th of May 2023 involving a war horse called Sandy. Let's find out more. Joining us on the line from Talangata in Victoria, Australia is Ross Smith, President of Sandy the War Horse Memorial Committee Incorporated. Ross, many thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much for calling. Now, on the 20th of May, something important is happening. Can you tell us what it is? Yes, it's a uh, culmination of uh, three and a half years of hard work. We're having the unveiling of um, a life-size statue of Sandy the Warhorse. It's, as I said, it's taking uh, three and a half years from the time that we really got formed and going together, formed a committee after a little bit of conjecture of um, things to put in the memorial oh, in the in the park of Tlangata. That was sort of put out on social media and everything else. And I just put up on this uh, site that I think we should be commemorating Sandy the Warhorse instead of all this other uh, hula. So um, we got a few strikes on that there. People wanting to uh, reckon it was a good idea and everything. So we formed a committee in February three years ago. So um, yeah, it's just sort of culminating at this weekend. Well, not this weekend, but the weekend after, yeah, the 20th. Saturday the 20th, 2023. Now, who was Sandy the Warhorse? Sandy was a, one of the three uh, charges that uh, Major General Bridges uh, uh, had. Now, he was his favourite horse. We found out that he was his favourite horse and um, he wanted him to come home. Now, the big significance is that Sandy was given to the AIF, and, I'm, and I say given, he wasn't bought by the AIF for the, for the uh, war. Um, he was given by the O'Donnell brothers at Old Tlangata. So there's a significant main part of it, as he, being the only horse to come back from the World War I, um, he come from Tlangata, and there's been no recognition anywhere for Sandy at all. So that's where the pledge took up from. Um, there was a lady driving, a, a, a descendant of the family, uh, was, has been driving this project for a long, long time. And the unfortunate part about this is at this unveiling, she is that unwell that she can't even mm. be here. She, she doesn't even know anything about it anymore. She's lost her memory and everything. So, yeah, that's basically what Sandy was um, and being the only one to come back to Australia. Now, do we know the circumstances of, of, of why the horse came back to Australia? Because we'll, we'll talk about Major General Bridges in a moment. And uh, Sandy went on to live for a few more years after, after, after he returned yes. to Australia. Yeah, what happened there was um, at Gallipoli, um, Major Bridges was wounded by a sniper and they were taking their boat back and him back to um, France, I think it was, for uh, medical uh, reasons. And it was what I found out that he was shot in the female artery and infected and he died uh, four days later 
before he got back to shore. And his last dying wish was that he takes Sandy, uh, Sandy be taken back home to Australia. So then they, uh, like he was in the hands of a handler and the vets um, in France and everything else. And then the proceedings started to get him back. And I think it was two years after that um, he was into quarantine over in uh, um, uh, France and then back into England and put on into onto the MS Borrell and sent back to Australia. Now he landed back in the remount facility in Maribyrnong and um, he was put down in 1923 because of um, ill health and bad eyesight. So um, he was buried there, less less his um, head and uh, head and neck, and four hooves. So there's it is a bit of a memorial there um, at Maribyrnong. We've been in contact with the uh, uh, friends of Sandy um, Fossil. They call themselves friends of Sandy Australian Light Horse, um, which had been going since 1986 and. Got a fair bit of that knowledge from there, but they haven't been able to find the actual grave of the horse. They believe it's under an asphalt road that has been, um, or that part of the area had been developed for housing. And I certainly remember being originally a Canberra boy and my dad taking me to the Australian War Memorial in, in the 70s when it was still the old green line oak floors, etc. And I have a distinct memory, and as you said, the the um, shoulders and the head of Sandy uh, was, I suppose, sent to a taxidermist and was mounted uh, as a memorial in the Australian War Memorial. And, and I have a distinct memory of seeing Sandy mounted in the Australian War Memorial. Now, I don't think he is still mounted today, but do you know... He, he is happened? still mounted, but not at the War Memorial. He's in the other part of it and in a different area because it's uh, failing, the um, taxidermy part of it's all failing. Mm. So they're taking it off display, uh, unfortunately. Uh, it'd be great to be able to get that all back up and running again as well. But, you know, being the only horse to come back, there's that much history in that in itself. Mm. And what about Major General William Throsby Bridges? What can you tell us about him? He was British. Um, and he learnt his craft in the army in Canada. Then his parents, well, his father was a British soldier, and I think a major there, and he was, um, when they immigrated to Australia, uh, Throsby Bridges come out of the Canadian uh, force over there and um, joined up in Australia. Um, I haven't done a great deal of research on Rosby Bridges uh, for that simple reason. We've just been concentrating on the horse. So I don't know heaps about it at all. And I think also being a Canberra boy originally, both Sandy the Warhouse, a war horse and Bridges share a common issue is that both were returned and, and Bridges, after he died, after his wounding in Gallipoli, um, I think was one of the only Australian soldiers from First World War who, after their death overseas, was returned to Australia. And Bridges is buried behind Duntroon, the Royal Military College, uh, on the hills of Mount Pleasant from, from memory. That is correct. And he set up the uh, the military school up there as well. But, yeah, he set, he set that up. And um, Sandy was supposed to go and be buried up there as well. 
there was one stage that he was uh, the taxidermist was to take in the body back up there and do all the work but that didn't happen there was a fair bit of conjecture about it and he never got there there i know that they sent down later on um to uh, a lady there to get the horse exhumed but she went home empty-handed mm. but mm. um yes no bridges was the only soldier to come back or only yeah the only soldier to come back from world war one and the only person to come back from the wars until the return of the unknown soldier that's right exactly so uh, now back but back to the unveiling of the memorial on the 20th of may why now why in 2023 1923 was the year that he died or was put down so we've we've been bolting ahead with the uh 23 for the 100 year anniversary of his death now as i said that was on the 23rd of may 23 this is going to happen on the 20th of may 2023 but that's as close as we could get to it. So we've been pushing ahead. That from the very, very first time has been the uh, the goal. Now to get that to happen and everything else, had to do a little bit of um, uh, behind the scenes work to get this statue made. Um, we took a trip to, well, uh, we went around chasing to find out who would do, uh, we could get to do the, the um, statue and knowing that brett did the um brett mongaling did the um statue of the man from snowy river um we sort of called into there and we've actually called a couple of other ones and got quotes and uh brett came back the cheapest for starters but all the other ones or the other two people had, uh recommended brett to do it for a price wise to me girls because they couldn't match the price there was no way known they could match the price because brett's got his own foundry so they had to outsource everything else otherwise and how have you raised funds for the unveiling of the statue uh a lot of hard blood sweat and tears um look we've had musical festivals uh, musical nights i should say we've had raffles um just lots of little things there for starters then we've gone into we got a um, an eighty thousand dollar grant from the federal government through the Tawong Shire Council, um, which which really just blew us over the line. We'd had around about um, seventy thousand raised by then, and then that got us over the line because we needed one hundred sixty thousand dollars to have the uh, uh, horse manufactured. So that got us over the line, but. Um, as I said, the time the time delay was a big thing on getting the statue made. So Brett, being the guy he is, and me being the uh, old-fashioned way I am as well, we uh, got the process going on a handshake deal. So um, Brett was impressed with that that our attitude towards it, and he has been absolutely brilliant all the way through. Yeah. And are you still seeking funds or donations to help with the unveiling are, of the statue? Yes, we are. Look, we've got the last little bit of it here. We've had this buy a brick to because we've got other projects to carry on with it. Like one was to have the statue. Two is to um, have it all linked with the other memorials around of horses. We want the interactive TV. We've had the got a little grant from um, the history section. Um, 
to write up the story of Sandy that put in the information centre, and we want to build on that information centre as well. But we've had this buyer brick, um, which has been an absolutely brilliant fundraiser, um, and we're still doing that. We've had the pledge that you know we'd have these bricks, um, the the um, plaques made and put on bricks before the um, before the unveiling. And we've sold over uh, over 120 of those bricks so far. Um, and it's not just been local support for the buying of brick, it's coming from everywhere. Um, people out of Queensland, people out of, you know, of every state really. It's, um, the word's got out there. The TPI in Melbourne, they have been absolutely brilliant. They've put it in their magazines and the story, the whole works, and um, it's just pushed it along uh, twofold. And what plans have you got for the actual unveiling? What's going to happen on Saturday the 20th? Um, look, we're making it a big weekend, um, as best we can, I should say. Um, we're starting off, we've got market stalls um, starting at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, then we have go into, we've got live music all day, free and live music. Um, we've got a silent auction of all the goods that people have um, have sent to us um, and haven't been able to raffle. Uh, a lot of generous generous donations. Um, uh, so we've got that going all day. Then we've got a parade of horses, which I'm hoping it's going to be, and it looks like will be. 200 plus horses there. There's going to be at least 30 um, Australian light horses there in um, in uniform, and um, so that that rides out at around about 12. We're going to start from down to playing at the showgrounds at uh, about 12:30. Make a spectacle of that coming do is Brett uh, coming down Benul Road as a and forming a guard of honour out in front of the speeches and the horse. And then we'll have the speeches, the unveiling, a book launch, another book launch. Then that afternoon, well, that the, everything finishes there around about four o'clock. Um, not the speeches, the speeches are not going to be that long. But um, we finish up down at the, the, triangle, the uh, triangles in the main street and then head towards the showgrounds. And then we've got free live music up there again um a food van and a bar just to keep the nights going and then on the sunday we have the uh australian tent peggers putting demonstrations on of the tent pegging which we thought was fitting with the australian light horse and sandy and so we've got a demonstration up there uh, starting at 10 o'clock and then the local um horsemen's association the upper murray horsemen's association uh, putting on a, a novelty's day and uh, stockman's challenge and everything else for the other people, just for the people that have had made the time to bring their horses to the event um, for you know for the um, the parade and the um, guard of honour. We thought we needed something else there for them to make it worthwhile coming across. And where can people go to find out more about the unveiling and more about the donations? Basically, on Facebook is our best launch, uh, Sandy the Warhorse on Facebook. The very best of luck for the unveiling of Sandy the Warhorse on Saturday the 20th of May. And thank you for your time today, Ross. Much appreciated. Thanks so much, Dave. It's, uh, thanks for getting this out there. That's the podcast for today. 
You can find links to Sandy the Warhorse on our Facebook and webpage. We're keen to hear your feedback by leaving a review on your podcast app and your reviews help others find our podcast. You can help support this podcast via Patreon or Buy Me A Coffee. The links are on our website and Facebook page and your support helps us with the production of this podcast. Thanks for listening and thanks for your service.